everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today, I have an excerpt from a presentation that I did as part of Lipedema Simplified's Lipedema Awareness Month Summer Boot Camp on June 24th, 2022. In this excerpt, I describe how lipedema is diagnosed and what the symptoms are to look for. What needs to happen is you need to have a good relationship and a good partnership with your lymphatic professional or other healthcare provider. I think one of the key people that you're going to get help from is from a lymphedema therapist who also has understanding of lipedema. And unfortunately, that's not the case with every lymphedema therapist, but there is now more and more trained, certified lymphedema therapists around the world. And hopefully you will be able to find one close to you that you can use that is going to help you with that. Because really, lipedema is not diagnosed by taking a certain image or doing a certain blood work or looking at genes. Although those things are on the horizon, right now, the only way to diagnose it is through your medical history, talking to you about what your experience in your life has been like, and through a clinical exam by a trained healthcare professional. So how you're diagnosed is through that partnership. So really your most important tools are building that partnership and helping to raise awareness with your family, your friends, your community, and with your healthcare partners. I would say the most visible symptom is that disproportionate body fat. It's almost like you can have two separate bodies and the lower half can look quite different from the upper half. A lot of times the trunk is not affected at all, although it can be, and it's pretty much from the waist down to the ankles or different portions of that lower body and on the arms and typically mostly the upper arms. And then there's been a lot of discussion about other parts of the body that might be affected as well, particularly the abdomen and the suprapubic area, the scalp. You'll see that in their literature, but a majority of people with lipedema, it's gonna be in the lower body and in the arms. And do you have to have pain in order for it to be lipedema? And no, not necessarily. I would say that a lot of people experience pain with lipedema, but that is not a definitive requirement for diagnosis. But commonly what people experience is that hypersensitivity to touch. So what may be considered a benign touch by everybody else is very, very painful to you maybe having your blood pressure taken, having a child sit on your lap and being brushed by with, you know, some benign touch is very, very painful to you. And you may not even know that other people aren't experiencing the same pain until you comment on it. It can be very chronic and long-term. It can be constant or just intermittent. And otherwise you don't have pain on a constant basis. And then unfortunately, as the fat tissue builds up, quite often that can lead to other orthopedic issues, some joint issues, and that can really add to your pain because now you've got other stuff going on that compounds your pain. And so really, when you're talking with your healthcare provider, you need to have them understand what exactly, what's the intensity, frequency, duration of the pain to 
each area in your body that's experiencing pain because it could be different in different areas. And definitely there could be fluctuations in severity over time. We talk about when you can have periods of exacerbation or where your, your lipedema seems to surge and get worsened, but then it calms down for a while, then that, the same thing can happen with the pain. And swelling is something can be very variable between people with lipedema, but typically it starts out as this orthostatic edema, meaning that as you're up during the day and towards the end of the day, you have much more water retention and edema. And it's usually this non-pitting. So you can press on the area that seems to be retaining a lot of water, but it doesn't leave an impression. In later stages, um, you will be like wearing a sock or something like that that can leave a ridge, an impression in your tissue. And that's more pitting edema. But quite often it starts out as just this retaining a lot more water over the course of the day, especially when it's really hot. And particularly when it's muggy, seems to be even worse than really dry heat. And then overnight when your legs are elevated in bed, it seems to all go down. So in the next day it is gone. This can progress later to, so it doesn't go away. And then we're, we have that pitting edema that stays around. So at those earlier stages, it really doesn't affect your feet. You can see it in your ankles and your calves. You might feel a bloating or increased swelling in your abdomen. Typically the legs, just at the end of the day, they feel heavy, they feel tight. So it has a feeling to it that sometimes visibly you can't see evidence of it, but you feel it. Something that can be very visible though is that bruising and it's frequent. It happens in those areas that are affected by lipedema. It can be painless and it's unexplained. You're going, where did these bruises come from? You have no idea. It just showed up in those areas that, that have uh, lipedema. And what we're finding is that the capillaries are so fragile that any really innocuous touch can not only give you pain, but also can give you a bruise and you didn't even notice getting bumped. Because lipedema is a chronic condition and it can be progressive if it's not managed, it can seem like a very high stairs that you can't even see the top of. It can be very intimidating and overwhelming. But now, even though there's no cure, it can be managed and you can lead a very good life. That was a wonderful event that we had this last past June, Lipedema Awareness Month, our summer boot camp. If you have the opportunity to sign up for that next year, I'd highly recommend it. It was a very interactive event and I really enjoyed the presentations that I gave as part of that event. I also like to give a big thank you to all of you who are our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes and they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing. Hi there, this is Catherine Sayo with a very quick 
an exciting announcement. Just to let you know, our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.